For the last in the season's Footwear Fables, I'll be talking to co-founders Common Ace, Sophia Chang and Romy Samuel to discuss what motivated them to build their awesome female-focused sneaker e-commerce platform. Shopping for sneakers hasn't always been the easiest for women, given that the streetwear industry, although it's been more inclusive in recent years, has been historically male-dominated. Having gone through years of scouring online for the right sizes or being let down repeatedly that exciting new releases only come in men's sizes, footwear fanatics Romy Samuel and Sophia Chang have teamed up to build a new female-focused e-commerce platform, Common Ace. I really love the energy for this last episode of season one. In this extraordinary time, it was great speaking with Sophia and Romy, two agile and creative minds really thinking outside of the box to build a very important journey, not only for the culture, but for all of us as individuals. I hope you enjoy. So, Common Ace, thank you, um, Sophia and Romy. Thank you for doing the Fable Footworks podcast. Pleasure. Obviously, an extraordinary year. I just wanted to talk to you guys really about unlocking creativity and innovation. So firstly, could you just tell me a little bit about Common Ace as, as a business and what you do? Yeah, okay, sure. You wanna go? Yeah, sure. No worries. Warm up, warm up the pipes to tell you about her whole life story. Go for it, Rami. <laughs> Woo! So back in 1990... No, I'm joking. Um, Common Ace... <laughs> Sorry, it's a bit of a personal joke we have. Um, I I do like to over-explain things a little bit these days. But to be honest, Common Ace really is just born out of our need to create a space online for women where they can, you know, access, find what they're looking for and and the products that they love, sneakers namely, obviously. And um, and for, yeah, it's it's really just a one-stop shop and destination for all women. And it's just, it's never existed before at all um, in the history of sneakers and women and there's just been such a need for it for so many years and both of us are pretty avid collectors so it was it was a massive standout for us and we just thought god needed the right women to do it and that was us you know how can we create a space that's going to allow women to shop from retailers and brands globally and feel a sense of community and accessibility and um and joy for the most part amazing I mean what what do you say your perception of the industry is today I think it's ever-changing I think it's evolving I think it's you know if you look at where it was 10 years ago and where it's at right now it's amazing like the transformation that's going on the way the brands are starting to adapt to you know the the should I say globalization of of streetwear but you know how this industry is just taking over through fashion in general it's yeah. just unbelievable and do you think talked a lot about in different sort of podcasts about brands having to really sort of talk more authentically to consumers in regards to like social impact and things like sort of diversity and inclusion so obviously there's there's global brands sort of re-looking at how they communicate to different communities is it is there any standout brand you think sort of doing that well at the moment I think from a public perspective versus an internal perspective are two different things so externally Nike does a fantastic fantastic job but internally there's a huge lack of diversity and inclusion within their companies obviously adidas has had like a public issue about that as well and so 
I think everyone's making a very conscious effort. Um, I mean, I don't really watch the news, but the news were on was on the other day and they were talking about Black Friday and like just the holiday sales and how everyone's buying from consciously buying from small business owners, black owned businesses. Um, yeah. People are proactively putting their dollar towards these uh, social causes that everyone is more conscious of, which is huge compared to our normal trends when it comes to holiday shopping. So great news in that front. But start small, start somewhere. I think the conversation has started given just everything from BLM to just the conversations we've been having more recently. And we're fortunate to be in obviously a very liberal, forward thinking um, state in the country. And also it obviously in a very forward thinking country as well. But I know the rest of the world is still also struggling. And I think the biggest thing is um, the more opportunity we have for dialogue and education and listening and the more that we can create those types of environments, then we can better empathize with all parties and continue to, to serve our communities. But as far as Common Ace goes, that's always been the North Star as far as our trajectory, not only serving the marketplace, which us as founders and collectors ourselves know what areas are missing and lacking, but as far as uh, female founders and how we plan on running our company and building it and expanding, whether it's hiring, whether it's, um, you know, just how we want to care and support our staff and employees, that's huge for us. And so, you know, I've said this many times in previous interviews, I'm, I'm originally from Queens, New York. So my goal is to build a company from the ground up that looks like the United Nations. I, I want that full diversity, like that's my comfort zone. And so we're well on our way. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, it's it's so important to reflect what the communities that you see and it's clearly that you have a very um, strong engagement with your community you can see that across your social platforms as a creative I feel like optimism and creativity is widespread in the fashion and sportswear industries at the moment contradictory of what's sort of happening to a degree in terms of what we're talking about socially and politically what's your future vision for the community of, of women in streetwear and fashion going forward would you say like for the business or overall in general overall in general and, and for the business I would say so yeah I mean community wise I mean for the future of women I think brands are just going to get more and more on board and the retailers too more and more on board with serving this market I hope I believe companies like ours are going to be probably one of the leaders in creating that energy around that shift as well they'll be looking to people like us and to be honest they're already looking at you know contacting us connecting with us we've you know in such a small amount of time that we've uh, we've been around the response has been absolutely like off the charts and you know they need us and as much as we need them you know they need us to help serve this growing need for this community and and you know how to better serve us and how to understand us because we as women understand the psyche understand what it is how women shop and what we're after and what where we're coming from so you know from that perspective yeah we've had conversations with a lot of our competitors competitors to some extent other major sneaker conglomerates in the space retailers in the space um and they're just completely missing the mark they literally don't see what we see 
in terms of the void in the marketplace. Everyone wants to um, be able to have a stake in the female marketplace, sneaker marketplace, but they just don't know how to do it. And we're not going to spill the beans, but there's definitely um, a way that we're approaching, like Rami said, with the female psyche compared to um, other retailers. That's amazing. It's, it's often hard to create a room for listening sometimes when you're surrounded by a lot of noise, but you've managed to sort of cut through that. Do you find it hard to navigate between sort of reacting to the market and sticking to your long-term vision? I don't think so. I, I think at this stage, we haven't really been around long enough to really kind of go, oh, how do we react to this, react to that? We're kind of still, you know, figuring out how to really get our website optimized and you know all that kind of jazz but yeah Yeah. okay how do you encourage people to think differently and look at different perspectives with what you're doing at common ace i think people automatically think it's different because it's actually speaking to what their fucking needs are like we know like the reason why we started this company is because we're tired of not being able to find shoes the way we want them we're tired of the fashion industry having to like filter things gender specific when sometimes when it looks good and it fits it's for you so it doesn't matter if it's for him or designed for him or her or kids it doesn't matter if it looks good we make it happen and so we're really undoing a lot of social structures that we're used to and people are genuinely attracted to that not to mention that we have credible voices working for our company and also you know Rami and myself both have worked in this space um, in many different aspects and are you know pronounced voices in the space therefore you know people are just interested in what we're doing and it's just no one has been able to do it right like Rami said no one's doing it no one knows how to do it and it's it's actual real women who authentically are collectors shoppers I literally just bought I don't know like 12 new pairs of sneakers in the past month and a half um and we are still proactively shopping engaging and there's something special and something different about the way women shop and browse and purchase and return um and identify with retailers and identify with community um and so we're really trying to cater to that community um in that spectrum more than anything and people know that I think people genuinely see that and that's why they're gravitating towards us I was going to mention actually about the sort of curation of your site that was one of the things that really sort of drew me to sort of scroll through your your feed and 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 actively sort of read all the posts it's great the color blocking and the, the synchronization of color throughout it's it's really nice thanks yeah a lot of people notice that we definitely want that element of our own personalities to shine through and are you um are you going to get more sort of figureheads on your feed in terms of i saw you had april walker and um jazare featured on on posts on on your site which is really good because uh, i don't feel like there's enough sort of pivotal figures within in the industry female figures that people know about and obviously there's a few platforms amplifying that is that something that you you guys will be looking at in the future oh absolutely it's not even a question i mean it's who we are as people and over the years in our professional careers and personal lives we've built a lot of great relationships um and predominantly a lot of those are great successful females or great uh sneaker collectors themselves or have a prominent voice and therefore our platform is is really built to not only connect this give them a one-stop shop but a one-stop destination for sneakers for community for people who identify with you who don't judge you who are here to celebrate you and also celebrate that there is huge diversity when it comes to women in terms of shape sizes how 
we dress, sometimes we want to dress more masculine. That's how we want to leave the house. Sometimes we can dress a little bit up. Um, and also age groups and age range. Obviously, your typical like diversity, but really building a company that speaks to inclusivity the way we want to, the way we want to see it, the way we want to feel in it. And when it comes to highlighting women on our platform, we definitely want to do that, whether it's creators, the OGs that people should be knowing about, um, creating an, an environment for education and learning and uplifting the community in an actual authentic way. We were doing a Take 5 series, just some low-hanging fruit, easy to kind of access um, content on our social feed. We were highlighting different women. Uh, April Walker was one of our recent uh, features. She and I have met in the past, spoken on panels. She put me on a, um, an exhibition over in New York that she worked on this year. So it's just really like, I guess, grabbing talent from our communities where, but also putting it under the, the common ace umbrella and visual and branding and packaging that with a nice bow. But at the end of every take five questionnaire that we Q&A that we do with the women, we always ask them, we want to lift your lift up your voice. What's something that you want to share with our whether it's you know someone spoke about cancel culture obviously other people have spoken about um black lives matter and that's the point it's about the people it's not about us it's it's we build the foundation and so we want to make sure it's solid it looks great everyone will come everyone will stand on it and we'll continue to build together as well. i was going to say actually with, with the people that you've been speaking about on various subjects is is there any sort of commonalities that are shared within that question that you ask about the big question in terms of what change would they like to see I think it also depends on the, the other beautiful thing about Common Ace is we have a very international community as well. And so depending yeah. on where you are in the world, different um, different topics are more pressing to you. Um, obviously in America, and obviously it's, it's kind of like expanded much more globally, but definitely in America, we feel the impact and value the importance of the BLM movement a lot more than yeah. someone who might be in, you know, s- somewhere else like Eastern Europe or something like that. Like we recently had someone that we featured and she talked about cancel culture and we were like oh, okay that's really prominent as well and I think that's the exciting part highlighting voices from around the world because the sneaker community female sneaker community is a global community so that diverse kind of voice and opinion is always celebrated with us and you know even with, within the context of sneakers I grew up in New York a metropolitan city so my relationship with footwear is very different from how Rami grew up where she grew up in Australia and it's on the beach so it's it was more surf skate versus for me it was much more um, urban city, gritty, concrete kind of approach. And that's sort of reflected in your offer, isn't it? In terms of it's, it's very broad, going from sort of luxury to skate to active, fit for purpose. Um, so that's quite interesting. Does that sort of reflect both of your your tastes, would you say? Yeah, we Absolutely. just, we just uh, launched our, our uh, a new like updated website a bit. So yeah. we included kind of like a founder's favorites, our favorites, where we got to curate our own collection um, to highlight our, our own personal tastes because they do they are very different especially yeah. because of our backgrounds and our own personal styles and it's really great to be able to share that with our community Rami you were going to say something yeah no definitely and I think I mean the entire site itself is curated and we specifically chose um, certain retailer partners that we want to work with because of you know their amazing range of shoes that we can offer and yeah. pull from and I think you know first and foremost you know it is about you know at the, the range and obviously the products that we have online are really going to be based around like fashion and you know what looks good what what resonates well with you and your personality more than anything else so yeah 
it's really it's been really fun trying to put that put all that together it's kind of like a bit of a dream come true trying to create this one-stop shop because one of the biggest issues I've always had and and for most you know sneaker loving women is that is trying to find what you're looking for you know the way the brands have always worked and you know they've always limited the supply and the styles to the retailers yeah so this is just like creating that beautiful space for everyone i have to ask now what what were the curated pieces that you picked out individually oh shoes wise uh yeah. oh, you know what it, it's, it's funny because it was sort of like when i did it i was sort of like oh, what am i wearing at the moment that i'm obsessed with you know and that changed every other bloody week um <laughs> but uh high on the rotation is definitely the new sack eyes the new vapor waffles that have just dropped i really love them i also am a huge fan of uh vomeros zoom vomeros they're just a really comfy sporty fun uh sneaker any like i love air force ones i love air max ones i love 90s um and i'm a bit of a sucker for the easies as well not so much the 350s but more the 500s and the 380s yeah yeah i do love them some of the colorways are great oh, colorways are lovely aren't they yeah so you kind of dip into a bit of iconic and and contemporary yeah i like future future rippy silhouettes i kind of like a shoe that i can pick up and go oh that'll look really good in the year 3050 <laughs> I don't know why I think that way, but that's sort of where my brain goes. That's cool. And you, Sophia? I was going to say you can check out the website, um, uh, yeah, but I'm literally looking at it now. <laughs> um, for me, well, it's really it's a really fun feature for us because it's like you type it in and you can add it to the page. So, we're, and we're obviously pulling from our own kind of inventory, our access to retailers um, around the world. So possibilities are really endless, whether it's retro or grails or or even just like general releases. Um, so I put a mixture of things I have in my collection and things I wish I could have in my collection. So I have everything from the original Sakai um, Air Max 90s down to, you know, a couple of pieces that I already have, like the Reebok DMX Trails, Pierre Moss, um, Amelian Door New Balances, and some that I do want are like the Melody Asani ones or the Union ones or the off-white dunk um yeah and it's and also just making sure that we're kind of selecting and curating a pretty wide range from different types of brands as well is it's just fun i mean i have a lot of fun with it because i'm like oh i wish i could have these things but i have a digital version of it. <laughs> I will check that out. That's really cool. Um, so with the events of this year, as well as ongoing environmental concerns, homeworking is expected to continue for many. This has had a, like a massive effect on athleisure, clothing and home fitness markets. How much has this changed your aesthetics from a business and personal perspective we've talked a little bit about it already all working from home I think from a business perspective i mean you know women are definitely not putting on their fucking heels anymore that's for sure <laughs> i mean jesus it's amazing and the amount of women that i know that are not into sneakers at all you know yeah. being my age range have all made the switch they're all just like i don't see the point in not wearing you know not wearing sweets like why would i buy a pair of heels why would i even buy a pair of flats i just want to put on sneakers that's it so they're all turning to us for that reason which is is amazing i mean i even saw the other day um i think it, it was dior they've created an entire line for ho at home working oh, you know wow. they did a collection
collection. It's called the At Home Worker or something. I don't know what it is. It was beautiful. It was, you know, it was very like cool, casual, you know. Uh, I think I've seen that. Those. It's it fucking a, cool. Like a quilted, one of them's quilted and southern. Yeah. Sporty. And they did these like long sleeve, like half zippy kind of casual shirts with the logo shit all over it i don't know i just found it very cool but yeah it's just showing how much it's translating everywhere everyone being at home and don't want to look good because you're on camera most of the time Okay. Um, and then lastly, the sneaker industry is continuously evolving. There's no one size um, fits all solution, but brand new product and marketing strategies will obviously be very important going forward. In some cases, strategic external partnerships and fostering communities will be key in order to evolve and innovate. We have touched on this again, but what, what are your thoughts around this? We've got a, we've got an incredible amount of opportunity there um, when it comes to developing or fostering those communities, obviously. Um, But yeah, like I said, we've, you know, we've had the brands and the retailers already reaching out to us and they're like, you know, we want in, we want to cultivate these communities with you, which is really exciting. And we're all for it. And we want to help, you know, lead the way in that department. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's just a win-win for everyone. There's no one doing it. There's no one doing it in an authentic way. Everyone has that intention and wants to, but they Mm. don't know how, or they're not doing it right in which, you know, in a way that the community is actually responding in a positive way. Um, So yeah, the future is really bright for us. There's also, there's not even just the commerce opportunity, also the content opportunity and how to do things right as well. I've spent, you know, many years either working with or, you know, being highlighted by a lot of these bigger streetwear media platforms like Complex, Hypebeast, Type Bay, Highs No Buy, you know, you name it. But in, there's also certain experiences that were great and certain experiences where it's like, hey, there's room for improvement here. So we're here to kind of make all those changes based on our own professional experiences, not just for me and Rami, but also the, the women on our team. So um, the future is really bright. Oh, brilliant. Is there any advice you'd give creative individuals in launching a community-based platform to success? Think it through. It's not easy. No. <laughs> <laughs> know your community. Know your community upside down, inside out. Yeah. And and make sure you've got a really strong foot in it to really, you know, go gangbusters. It's the only way. You have to have a massive foot in the community before you even think about trying to attack it or at least, you know, uh, support it and make it flourish in that way. Okay. So thank you very much. I I really appreciate your openness and your insight, your practices and think of the future of industry. It's definitely an extraordinary time that we're experiencing with consumers, you know, not having sort of brand loyalty. Consumers increasingly expecting a lot more from brands as well, not only their offerings, but their sort of brand values. So hopefully I wish you nothing but the best on future ventures.